brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Abbreviated version of Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. As we come to you across the Jacob Media YouTube channel, all presented by Stateside Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com. Use the keyword Jacob. Get 15% off of the Stateside Vodka Soda, the very popular Stateside Vodka Soda. It's a special edition of Football 24-7 as I get ready to lead everybody in tonight uh, to our Thursday night countdown to kickoff uh, live from Screwballs. Uh, in King of Prussia, and Johnny Mack, our, our mission tonight at Screwballs is to will this team to a victory on Sunday so they're not that team, so they're not that first team to lose to the Detroit Lions on Sunday at Ford Field in Detroit. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if you lose to an 0-7 team in Philadelphia, it's not going to be good. So I, I do think, especially after everything that happened this week with the, uh, the press conference and the flower analogy that everybody took uh, and ran with, uh, yeah, they better win this football game or it will get uglier. But I can tell you from talking to the players today, and talking to some people uh, who work for the team behind the scenes, man, the, the, nobody took it like like the fan base took it. Nobody took it as um, something goopy. In fact, they were they were all fired up. Now, there were a couple well placed f bombs uh, into the version that you heard when he was reciting that to the players. And everybody left the team meeting really, really fired up. Uh, so it sort of had the exact opposite reaction of how everyone took it when they saw him explaining it <clears throat> on the podium. So, and that's all that matters. And and by the way, that you know how it went over to to the players and how it went over to the fan base. The problem with this team remains the personnel, remains the schemes, and people who are focused on that press conference are missing the card in the game of three-card Monty. They're, they're, they're picking the wrong – they're looking at the wrong card. They're not looking at the right card. Johnny, let's talk about the quarterback – for the Detroit Lions. And the reason I want to talk about Jared Goff is because the scheme that the Eagle defense is playing is making quarterbacks look like rock stars. Just look at Derek Carr's numbers a week ago. Should we anticipate, should we expect Jared Goff to look better, do more, uh, or what will we see from him? 
Well, I, I think, you know, some of the quarterbacks the Eagles have made look like rock stars are rock stars. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, uh, most notably. Uh, Derek Carr's a, a very good quarterback as well. Certainly not in their category, but uh, he can he can uh, hurt you and, and certainly is sort of a streak shooter when he gets hot and uh, – but that's no excuse. You should never let any quarterback complete 90% of his passes. Um, Jared Goff has the ability to complete 80% of his passes against this defense to play him. He's a very accurate quarterback. If you allow him to sit back in the pocket, uh, get his footwork together, uh, he's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league unless you get him off his spots. Now, the, prob- the problem with the Lions, though, is they don't have any receivers. They have nothing at receiver. Um, so that's that's the biggest issue. This will be the worst receiving group the Eagles will see all season by a wide, wide margin. And it's probably the only receiving group where you go into the game and say, well, the Eagles have the edge at receiver because the Eagles aren't very good at receiver either. That's how bad the Lions are at receiver. A little bit later on here on the Countdown to Kickoff show uh, from Screwballs, we um, anticipate and are excited to have a conversation uh, with uh, DeAndre Swift's father, local kid from St. Joe's Prep, uh, how dangerous is DeAndre Swift in this football game, John? Yeah, I think there's two players you got to uh, concern yourself um, with, and, and that's DeAndre Swift and uh, at running back. And also they have a very good tight end in, in TJ Hawkinson. So if you, you know, I just talked about their receivers Khalif Raymond has been their top receiver. He's got uh, 26 receptions. Uh, DeAndre Swift leads the team with 42. Uh, So they try to get him the ball in space as many times as they can. Um, And he's turned into one of the better receiving backs in the NFL. I don't – some of that, as I said, is out of necessity because – uh, the passing game is built around him and, and TJ Hawkinson, who I mentioned, the tight end, who's got 38 receptions. So he's got you got to deal with him. And I should also bring up Jamal Williams. They have two very good running backs in Swift and, and Jamal Williams, who kind of uh, go back and forth. Williams is probably the more explosive runner of the two, uh, but they're both good backs, and DeAndre certainly. Uh, the better pass catcher. So when you talk about um, the Lions and their offense, you really want to focus in on on those three particular players. What's the matchup look like, uh, John, in terms of will the Eagles front four on defense get home? Will they get great pressure on golf? I'm, I'm trying to jugger it from memory I think Javon Hargrave is for the first four or five games was in the in the spotlight now the last couple of games 
I haven't heard so much. Uh, what do you expect there? Well, I, the Lions, you know, there are no one seven teams. So, you know, probably their best player, their best overall player, and arguably the best center in football is Frank Ragnow. Uh, but he's out. He's on injured reserve. So he's gone. You don't have to worry about him. Uh, their first-round pick, Panay Sewell, is now at left tackle. Our old friend, Halapula Vati Vaitai, starts at right guard. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not very good up front, so you should be able to do some things. Uh, but, you know, we know how the Eagles are going to play on defense. You know, the difference between Jim Schwartz and – those wide nine looks, it makes it easier to rush the passer for the front four. Uh, Jonathan Gannon runs a more tight, uh, tightly wound uh, ship from a technique standpoint. Uh, it's it's more about discipline, keeping your pass rushing lanes. So, look, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave are, are the guys who are going to have to uh, getting Jared Goff's space and try to get him off those spots, as I said. It's pretty evident the Eagles are not going to get a huge pass rush uh, from their edges. Um, they haven't been getting it. Um, they're missing BG. They're missing BG, Oh, oh by, uh, you know, I've, I've always called Brandon one of the most underrated players Forget about an Eagles history and Philadelphia history. I, I just don't think the fans realize how good he is. And you're seeing it every week. They cannot replace him. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Don't forget countdown to kickoff. Uh, getting underway at Screwballs and King of Prussia. It's our Thursday night uh, home. We're going to will this team to a win because we do not want to be that team. Uh, we'll be live here uh, on the countdown to kickoff show. Uh, got a band here tonight uh, for the tailgate. We're sending one lucky winner uh, out to Detroit uh, on Sunday. So we've got all kinds of good karma uh, in the air. Now, I don't know if the fan base is focused in yet, on this football game, they're too distracted with flowers and, 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 and all this other stuff. But the bottom line is, Johnny Mac, uh, this football team needs to get a win. You do not want to be that team that gives the Detroit Lions their first win um, of the 2021 season and have to wake up on Monday morning and deal with it. No, certainly not in this town, as I said. And, you know, but we had Dave Burkett on Birds 365 this morning from Detroit. They think this is their chance to get a win. Uh, I mean, they look at this team coming in and saying they're at home. Uh, they're getting their bye out, off this game. Everybody's fired up from their standpoint. Nobody stopped playing for Dan Campbell. They've been in. Five of their seven games, they had at least a chance late in the game to make a play here or there. They lost two games at the buzzer. Uh, they could have went either way. Uh, it's a cliche. It's a Lou Holtzism to say they're better than their record looks, but they're better than the average 0-17. 
Um, now, as you keep losing games, you know, players start to lose confidence and they start to say, okay, when is that other shoe going to drop? But the Lions come into this game thinking this is one they should get. So it's going to be interesting because it's two rookie head coaches. Uh, Dan Campbell's been an interim guy, but now he's the full-time guy. Um, and there's a lot of question marks on how they handle their job. Dan Campbell, a little bit different when you talk about biting kneecaps. Probably Philadelphia would like that. You talk about Nick Sirianni and, you know, flower analogies, and people don't like that. They're both embattled, and again, for dumb reasons. You know, how are they coaching? And both of them aren't coaching very well right now because their teams aren't winning. Now, a lot of that is personnel as well. I just told you about the Giants, uh, the Lions deficiencies. Uh, the Eagles have a lot of deficiencies. Um, but both coaches to this point, the players, the vast majority of players are still playing for them. And that's a good sign. John, what do you expect? Or how do you expect this Eagle offense to come out uh, in this game? You know, it was that opening series against the Raiders, a more traditional offense than what Nick Sirianni has displayed in terms of how he's called the game. What will he do now in this game without Miles Sanders? What will he do? Uh, it's a good question. If you look at the lines, they really don't do anything that well. So you could kind of pick your poison as far as, you know, what you want to do as far as the game plan. Um, you know, if you look at him, we, uh, Julian uh, Oguara has played pretty well as an edge rusher. Um, Trey Flowers is still there. He could be traded at the trade deadline. Uh, they're starting two rookie corners. Uh, and both of them, by the way, are undrafted free agents. So I, I got to tell you, and I know Eagles fans aren't, aren't going to like this, but when I see an NFL team with two rookie free agents, not only rookies, but guys who weren't drafted starting, I want to attack that. Um, you know, they have Michael Brockers up front. I mentioned Flowers. I, I mentioned Okwara. Uh, Alim McNeil, who was a third-round pick that, if people remember back to the draft when Tom Donahue, Tom Donahue wanted a player and, and it looked like he disagreed with Howie Roseman, that's the player he wanted, and he's playing pretty well as a rookie. So – when I look at that team and I see those corners, because both two of the Lions starting corners are out with injuries, they're typical starting corners, and they've had to go with rookie undrafted guys. I got to I got to try to get the football to Devontae Smith and and Quez Watkins. Question is, can Jalen Hurts do that consistently? Well, perhaps this is the game that. 
we'll get an opportunity to really see that play out, yes or no, and answer the question. I don't know. The other variable, I don't, variable is the wrong word, but the other, um, I don't know, to call it an intangible, is the Deuce Staley um, uh, part of the story uh, that will play out. Uh, fan favorite uh, in Philadelphia, um, the guy that perhaps the fan base wanted to get the job. Uh, what do you, what's your thoughts about Deuce uh, and this uh, just playing against him uh, and part, as being part of that Detroit staff? Yeah, I mean, and Dave Phipp is out there as well. And and Dave, you know, if you saw the Rams-Lions game, they, they ran two fake punts successfully, and they had an onside kick that was successful. Um, so maybe that's one thing. Jack Fox is probably the best punter in football, but, you know, what are you going to do with the punter? But that's probably the best phase of the Lions right now. Um as far as Deuce, you know, I mean, Jeffrey Lurie wasn't going to hire him. Um, and I think he understood that to get where he wants to go, he had to go outside of Philadelphia to take the next step in his career. And he latched on with Dan Campbell, who I think takes the assistant head coach position. A lot of times it's just a title and there's no real power that goes along with it got an opportunity to talk to Dan Campbell about it on Wednesday. That's what Dan Campbell was. That's what Sean Payton did for Dan Campbell uh, as an assistant head coach. And, you know, his goal is to mentor Deuce Daly to be put him in these positions to become a head coach down the line. So it's probably a good spot for Deuce to be in. But, I mean, you got to start winning some games or nobody's going to look at the assistant head coach of an 0-12 team uh, as, a, as a future head coach. So Deuce wasn't going to get the job here. Jeffrey Laurie wasn't going to hire him. So he left, and he should have left. One last thought from John McMullen here on this edition of Football 24-7 across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Uh, Johnny, how hot is the seat for head coach Nick Sirianni, I asked the question, should the Eagles lose this football game to Detroit, will it get hotter in Philadelphia, or is just is that just all fan bluster outside of the organization? Yeah, it, it'll get a lot hotter outside of the organization, a lot hotter. And it's already pretty hot outside the organization. Inside the organization, no, he's not. He's not getting fired. Um, it's as cool as the other side of the pillow, as uh, Stuart Scott <laughs> used to say. They're not firing uh, now. If you know two and five turns into two and fifteen, I think you you have to revisit that. But no, the Eagles uh, have no intention of firing Nick Sirianni. Um, I don't think two and five is going to turn into two and fifteen, but if they lose to a winless team, yeah, outside the walls, they're going to have the torches, they're going to have the pitchforks, they're going to want uh, want blood. But I mean, come on, you wanted Doug Peterson fired, this is what you got. You wanted Jim Schwartz fired, this is what you got. 
You can't fire everybody every time. You can't fire everybody every six months. Can't do it. Good stuff from John McMullen, Football 24-7 across the Jacob Media YouTube channel, all presented by Stateside Vodka. Again, don't forget, go to statesidevodka.com, use that keyword Jacob, get 15% off of the Stateside Vodka Soda, and if you're in Pennsylvania, uh, they'll deliver it right to uh, your door. We'll see you tomorrow morning, Johnny Mac, on uh, Birds 365. Uh, when do you go out to Detroit? Saturday? When? What's your flight look like? Uh, Saturday afternoon, 1.30-ish, I believe. Uh, and then I'll be back uh, early in the morning Monday. So it'll be a Jeff Kerr, Jody Mac day, day after. Well, well, we'll see you on the live post-game show uh, following the game on Sunday. Uh, and we'll see you tonight on the Countdown to Kickoff show where, where from screwballs in King of Prussia, we will will this team to a win, Johnny Mac. Good stuff, my brother. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks, Charles. All right. See you next time.